This is Darren Kuhn with the Masculine Journey podcast, where we search the ancient paths to find ways that God brings light into a dark world and helps set men free from the struggles that we all face on a day-to-day basis. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. We are so delighted that you are with us this morning. We got such an exciting live show, and I want to tell you that it is a live show. We're doing this live from the Truth headquarters right here in the Truth Booth. Uh, However... Unlike most of our live shows, we, we, since we have our telephone lines filled, you won't be able to call into today's show. So I know you'll send them, some of you are going to be disappointed. I'm not going to do my riddles, my jokes, but it's all good because the content today is going to make up for that because I think that you will see that God has al- aligned this show to give us some really helpful stuff. Um, first up, we have Vicki DeMaio. I think I got yeah. your, your last, last name right, DeMaio? and. Yeah. It's DeMeo. DeMeo, okay. <laughs> I like that, DeMeo. And she is with, she is actually the author of, co-author of a book called The Art of Our Healing. And uh, Vicki, there's sort of a tragic story that comes along with that, isn't there? Uh, well, yeah. Hey, Robbie? Yes. Uh, this is Jill Zentek. I'm the co-author of The Art of Our Healing. Oh, good. Well, say Zentek so you don't have to pronounce that name. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jill as well. So we got Jill and Vicky on the same line. And, and so are you guys on a, um, are you still with me? We are. Yep, we're here. Okay, we just got to be careful because that speakerphone is kind of getting us, but we got it, I think. So tell me a little bit about the, the background of your book, The Art of Healing. Well, Jill and I uh, attend the same church, uh, Grace Church Nashville, uh, actually in Franklin, Tennessee. And uh, one day we uh, were going to our life group, and she happened to sit down next to me. We had not known each other at all, and she had introduced herself uh, as a widow. And I was a widow uh, myself, not actually at the time, but had been a widow. So I really resonated with, you know, what she was, uh, it has experience. And so we, anyway, we got to chatting and talking and, and we found that uh, we just had a, a couple of things in common. And so after our life group, we decided to exchange numbers. And then we uh, went uh, back home and looked at our calendars and we met for coffee and shared our testimonies and some of the things that we had, we had been through. And Jill looked at me and she said, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I said, absolutely not. It's not my bag, not something that I do. But we both had art in common, and um, she was real persistent. She kept saying to me, well, I just think it would be wonderful if we could write a book together. And so weeks kind of went by, and we got back together, and we were praying about it. We decided that uh, because we've had uh, a lot of loss and tragedy in our life, we would uh, put together a book, and and we just uh, 
Jill came back over and said, I think I've got the title. I think we should name the book The Art of Our Healing. And so that really resonated with me. And I said, yes. I said, that sounds terrific. We'll just see what the Holy Spirit has and how he's going to help us, you know, orchestrate through this, this journey. So that's how all that started. That's beautiful. Absolutely wonderful. And also with us today, along similar lines, we have another author, Michelle Roth, who is Rolf. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that right. Michelle, are you with me? I am. And she, you did pretty good. <laughs> and she's the author of Losing Her, Finding Me, sort of a hope for healing in the silent epidemic of child-parent estrangement. And so, you know, you didn't have the, the, the loss of death, but in some ways estrangement's more difficult because the person's making a choice, right? Not to... That is really true. Yes, it is. <laughs> and so you too, and I love... That idea of losing her, finding me, what an amazing title uh, for your book. Thank you. Yeah, that is one of my most comments, is they love the title. (laughs) I do, I do. So I I understand that your daughter and you is the situation that that, that brought this about? Yes. She um, was married and had a, a, I had a grandson who was two and a half years old who I babysat for a year. Uh, three times a week, and then one day she uh, quit letting us babysit, and then within eight months, she just walked out of our lives, her and her husband, and and took the baby, and we didn't see them for the next three years, and um, it's my story about, I didn't realize that estrangement was such an epidemic until I went through it, and for one, I couldn't find any help. There was very little written about it and very little, like there were no Facebook groups or, you know, people saying that they were going through it. So I kind of did it on my own and it is really, really lonely because for one thing, people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to think it might happen to them. And you get judged. What did you do wrong? What, you know, there's just all kinds of, and you already feel like you must have messed up somehow because why would your child do this? So, and we were very, very close growing up, so it just made no sense. And right, right. Was, so you can see the tragedy that, you know, complete tragedy that surrounds Michelle's situation. And for the case of Jill and Vicky, they both were widowed at young ages, and and both of you have, have faced some more really tragic deaths recently. Am I right, Vicky? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I lost a husband. Uh, to uh, suicide and, and a son to suicide. So, yes, yeah, very tragic situations in, in my situation in Jill. Yeah, not only uh, uh, being a widow, um, Robbie, which is the reason that I'm involved in, in this book, it's so hard being a widow. And um, if you're one with your husband, my husband and I were married for 26 and a half years. We had a wonderful marriage. And, you know, I was a businesswoman. I should have been able to... Um, endure this, I thought, better, and, uh, you know, but, but if you're one with your husband and the Lord, you're, you're like, cutting to, like, a chainsaw, and so you're not yourself, and my reason in, in this is to help other widows, uh, and to be able to help with some levity and some, just, a, uh, we have a relatable, uh, story. We don't, um, everybody is concerned about their, um, 
situation. They're not concerned about yours as much. But if we can be relatable and they understand we have walked that path, that's what our book is really about. In fact, that we're both artists. And, uh, Vicki is a fabulous artist, and uh, I paint with acrylics. I'm also a photographer. And the Lord just blessed us to be able to each pick a piece of art that would go with the title. We have uh, 12 chapters. We have four poems and just a lot of different things um, with some nuggets, I think, in our book, uh, Robbie, and I think that's why people are so drawn to it. It's a coffee table book, and you go from a barren tree on the front to the cross on the back that um, Vicki painted. I was able to do the the tree uh, of, on a photo shoot. The last photo shoot my husband would ever drive the gator on for me, so it's very uh, personal to both of us, and um, so that's why we wrote the book. Right, and so I, I'm very curious, Michelle, getting back to the... Um, the other situation of the estrangement, which, you know, both are just unbelievable losses that would cause tremendous grief. Um, but it would indicate, based on the title, that Jesus really helped you find something there that he, that apparently he was coming after? Yes. So my whole life, before I even had my daughter, I really felt like I was like nothing. I just lived my life from day to day, didn't even think that I need I needed an identity. So when she came into my life, she was my identity. She was everything to me. So I put all my hopes and dreams and identity and everything into that little thing. And so when she walked away from me, she took me with her. I had nothing. I was nobody. So God, that's when God said, you know what? She's not your savior. I am. Wow. And I am the one who's here for you. I am your identity. She is not. And it took that emptiness and that right. for me to go to him. <laughs> right. So, wow, you can see we're loaded for bear today on Kingdom Pursuits. Again, unfortunately, we're live, but we can't take calls because we've got our lines because of our studio situation filled right now. But nonetheless... Uh, we're so grat- grateful you tuned in. We got a whole lot more coming on, like the art of our healing in all sorts of different ways. We're going to find ourselves. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we are so blessed. We really, really are to have with us Jill and Vicki, and they are the authors of The Art of Healing. Um, both Jill and Vicki lost their husbands. Um, and then, um, from what I understand, Jill lost her mother to a brutal murder just right before the book was finished. And we also have with us Michelle Rolfe who is the author of Losing Her, Finding Me, A Parent's Heartache um, of Healing in the Silent Epidemic of Child-Parent Estrangement. And so, you know, I really love that God put all three of you together for this show because I know so many folks are healing from very similar situations, but but I can't help but wonder, um, let's go with Jill, just... With the loss of your mother, how did that add to the um, what you guys were learning in the book? You know, Robbie, it's an interesting thing. Uh, when Vicki and I were probably two months almost prior to finishing the book, 
we were having a writing session at her house, and I I said to Vicky as we stood out there, you know, I thought to myself, if I lost somebody else in my life, would this book help me? And we both kind of pondered that and what have you. My mom, um, she's 83 years old, such a saint, such a wonderful woman of God. Um, she was so excited about this book. And Vicki and I were going to the Lexington, what was that, Vicki, the, the trade show uh, that just happened, I think it was September. And we were two weeks post, uh, we were going to stay with my mom. And um, my golden doodle, Stella, was going to stay with mom, and mom loved her. And mom was so excited about this book, Robbie. She um, she had a heart for soul saving, for people being saved. And um, just two weeks prior to, uh, she fell victim to a home invasion. They stole her car. Uh, they murdered her with a knife. And I can't really go into it any further as it's an ongoing case. But to speak of my own despair is unbelievable. I mean, that night I was just laying in bed and I'm like, you got to help me with this. I can't do this. And nobody can do that. But you know what? We're almost four months into it. So I'm in fresh grief myself. And this is what I say to people. If this book can't help me now, it can't help you. But the same Jesus that brought me through losing my sweet husband, Ted, almost five years ago to colon cancer, the same Jesus is taking me through this. And, um, the morning after I uh, learned of, you know, what had happened to her, Vicki and I and our friend Cindy, who sings music, Cindy Richardson Walker, which is a part of what Vicki and I are doing. We're having music uh, and uh, we're doing book shows and signings um, to promote the art of our healing. Uh, I'm there and all I need to do was to go throw myself at the altar. And as before I went down there, I'm just asking myself, why, why her? Why her? you know, I saw Jesus standing behind my mom in a vision before I went to the altar to pray because there was nothing else I could do. But I can tell you, even though I'm very obviously emotional about this, as anybody would be, God has given me a strength that I can't even imagine. Don't you think, Vicki? Yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't be able to talk to you, Robbie, or your listening audience if it wasn't for the healing power of Jesus and the joy of the Lord is my strength and the fact that I know where my mom is just like Billy Graham said, if people tell you I'm alive or I'm dead, don't you believe it? I'm more alive than I've ever been. I miss my mom terribly, but I know that she's in heaven with Jesus. And I know that that, um, that he was right there with her. And, um, you know, I will be with her again one day, too, but I've still got a race to run. So that is how Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit are walking me through my recent fresh grief and um, that's why we believe that the art of our healing, the book, and I'm not trying to sell a book here today. I'm just saying this is our experience. And um, one of the things that was the most important to my mom in that book was the 12th chapter where the sinner's prayer is there for people to get saved or either for if they've fallen away from the Lord, maybe they can rededicate their life. And uh, we have put a little something in there. Uh, it book was just how how days away from the manuscript going to get printed, right, Vicki? Yeah, almost a week. Yeah, and, and Vicki came to me, uh, and she I know she was a little had a little bit of trepidation because, you know, it's, I mean, I just lost my mom to a horrendous murder, and she's going, Joe, I'm talking to people, and they're saying, can't you hold up on sending the manuscript just to write a little bit of something? So I did write just a little bit. We put uh, kind of an epitaph of mom. She had written a little poem in there in her own handwriting that you'll see in the back of it, and 
Vicki had just met my mom maybe two or three weeks prior to, I don't know uh, when it was, but they just took together like the duck to water. And my mom had a saying that she always told me, she said, Jill, don't flop it up. So anyway, so Vicki puts in the book, girls, don't flop this up. This is important. So mom is in heaven, but souls are being changed, hearts are being healed. And mom always says, Jesus is the only one that can heal a broken heart. And so, Robbie, that's how I'm handling my grief right now. Yeah, wow. And, you know, I, I like what you said. We're not selling books. What we're really, you know, God gave the idea for this show originally that when somebody steps out in faith to write a book, whether especially about things like you guys have done books on here, the, the tremendous loss of, of estrangement or the, or the loss due to death, that you step out in faith and you do that, then God comes along on the adventure. And I can't help but note, interestingly, Michelle, is, is obviously art is a big part of the identity of both Jill and Vicki. I'm very curious, you know, as, as you began to find your own identity, you know, what, what was unique that, that you found in you? What was unique? Who, who, who are you asking? The wow, I don't I'm know. I'm asking Michelle. Michelle. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> like, they both have art that, that obviously, different forms of art. But, you know, you said he, I, I started to see the identity that God had for me. Well, one the obvious thing that I'm going to jump out and say, if you hadn't thought about it, is you must be a writer. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm a reluctant writer, but um, I definitely am a writer. I knew I was going to be a writer from a child because I told my dad I was going to be a writer. But um, I guess that's something I'm still walking into. Even though I've written a book and I've published it and people are reading it, it still is surreal to me. I just can't believe I wrote that book. It was like God just did it for me. Um, that, so, yeah, that's, you're right. That's, that's so that is one and thing I, I learned. And, um, you know, I guess that situation is really close to me uh, as far as um, losing a child that way due to estrangement. Um, I certainly have had that in my life. And it is really a soul searcher because you're, you're interestingly so focused on what may be going on with them that you do lose sight of yourself and so what are some of the lessons that he taught you along the way, Michelle? Well, one thing that he is my savior and not my daughter, not a person at all, that he is my friend and my comforter, that he is here for me, that he's not some dream or pretend thing. He is real and he is involved in my life and he wants to be part of me and, and a part of my life. So it, really taught me to go to him. And I would, every night during the estrangement, I would say, I'd fall asleep and I'd say, God is all I need. God is all I need. God is all I need. Because I had to get it through my head that he was my everything. So that was a huge lesson for me. Another thing is that what my daughter was doing was not personal, that she had, she was going through her own stuff. And that she was growing and learning and, and that I had to give her up and let God deal with her and teach her what she needed to learn. And whether she came back to me or not, mm-hmm. that was not the point. Her po- my, the point was for her to grow closer to God. And so that taught me to detach from her and to pray for her and not to be offended. And 
in the book, I talk about a lot. A lot of people have asked me about how did you just let her back? I mean, when she came back, because we did without explanation, without apology. She. It was just like the prodigal son. It was there was no question. It was like okay, you're back. And the way we did it was because God told us to, because God said, you just welcome this this girl back and just know that I'm working on her. So detachment was a huge part from me being enmeshed, controlling every part of her life and taking every part of her life personal for myself to detaching and saying, oh no, this is her life and God gave her a life and me a life and I, it's not my business. This right, is between her and the Lord. It's not between her and me. It's, it's, it's fascinating what you're talking about, attachments. And, and you may know this, that, that, that we have a soul and we have a spirit. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And so your soul is a kind of a believing machine, right? That that's where your faith is, is in your soul. But your spirit is sort of an attachment machine. And so you, when you're talking about that you had, I forget what the word you used for an attachment, but an inappropriate attachment. Oh, detachment. Right. Or, right. Well, sometimes we have attachments to things that have gone too far, right? And and we're replacing yeah. the actual attachment our you know our spirit is supposed to have with the Lord, um, with other people, and, and so it's 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 fascinating to me. It, it it really is the way that God taught you through this, and then you were able to write this book, which you know to me it takes great faith for all three of you to step out there and say, okay, I'm going to do this with a very tragic, very vulnerable part of your life, right? And throw it out there um, in hopes, right, that other people would get the comfort that you were comforted with, right? That whole idea of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, that they would be comforted with the comfort that God comforted you with. And so I love that. I do. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from... Jill and Vicki and Michelle, The Art of Healing, and Losing Her, Finding Me. All are at KingdomPursuits.com. The books, you can, how you can get them on Amazon, all that. One of them is um, is a opening special, from what I understand. We'll be right. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we got the poster children for that. It's so amazing that people step out in faith, do wonderful things, like sometimes write movies, write books, or teach Sunday school classes. Whatever it is that God has put on your heart, Kingdom Pursuits is about um, you know, finding what it's like to go on that adventure. And so we have uh, Michelle Rolfe, who is the author of Losing Her, Finding Me, as well as Jill and Vicki, with the art of our healing. And in all cases of this, there, there's these tragic losses that have, that have led to a comfort, right? That blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And it seems like that comfort is heaven touching earth, right? And I don't know if you ever made that connection, but when people mourn, they're more present generally than that you then then you'll ever find them right when they're 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 right at that point where they really 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 need God and, and so while they're they're present 
I don't know if you thought about that, but they're according to, to physics, there's four elements. There's earth, which we know that we're hoping heaven will touch. And, and then there's air and water and fire. Well, I don't know if you ever put this together, but air is spirit. It's like wind. Okay. So you got the spirit. It touches the earth. It does when it touches you. And it certainly touched them on Pentecost. Right. And, and then there's rain. And I don't know if you ever thought about it, but Jesus said he's the living water. And actually, the, the Jews will tell you that the Torah is water, it's rain. And so water touches the earth, right? It's Jesus, just saying, okay? And, and then you got fire. Well, fire could be usually considered light, right? And light touches the earth from the sun, which is itself a fire when you think about it. And the word both fire... And light begin with a letter Aleph, which just has to do with the Father. The Father is the light in so many different ways. So heaven touches earth when you are really, really in need, when you are grieving right there through rain, wind, and fire. You know, you've heard all this stuff all your life. I just thought I'd put it together. So I, I know what you're saying, Robbie. That's elementary. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just have to put up with a little of that. So, Michelle, getting yes. getting back to your, um, I I this I'm I'm with you. I've never heard. I've I've interviewed a bunch of authors. Nobody's ever spoke on this particular subject, but it is such an epidemic. Did you speak at all to the fact at the end of Malachi where it said? There at the end, that the father would turn the hearts of his children back to his fathers, and his fathers to the children. No, I didn't. Actually, my I don't talk a lot about scripture as much as just the personal relationship, like what God just talked right, to me right, about. Right. There is some scripture in there. Um, just like one of the scriptures is the one that we say a lot, is that all things work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And one day I was just yelling at God about it and saying, how could this be good? I don't see how this will ever be good. How could taking my grandson and taking my daughter away from me be good? I don't understand that. And it is such a miracle to me that three years later that I can say that it is the worst thing that ever happened to me, but it is the best thing that ever happened to me because it brought me closer to him. It brought me closer to myself to know who I am, and it gives me a, a way to help other women, other people. I just met with a woman yesterday who contacted me through her ministry leader who happened to be at a conference with me who is going through estrangement, and she is devastated. And it was so nice to, she kept saying, it's so nice to have somebody to talk to who's been through this. Because nobody else, everybody else has happy families. And even though we know that's not true, <laughs> no one's perfect. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, you know, it's like that's how you feel when you're a oh, child. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I get it. Um, so anyway, that's the reason you had said something right before last break. And I wanted to address that. And that is that I wrote this book for other people. I wanted them to know that they are not alone and that somebody else went through it and that God brought me through it and we are moving on. And that's what I wanted to get through. Oh, that, clearly. that was my art is writing that book for them. 
Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And and Vicky, your book's right along those same lines, right? Yeah. That you guys were comforted through art. And so take us a little bit into how art provided that comfort for you. Specifically, you know, you, that expression that God gave you those gifts to to be artists. Yeah, well, for me, uh, I had never done art before in my life, <clears throat> so that's not something that I, I was really familiar with, and I went and took an art class, and I'm a, I'm a school teacher by trade, um, retired now, but um, I went to take a class that was about a half an hour from where I lived, and um, she was just a, a fabulous abstract artist, but I really had a hard time following her because she was kind of a more of a free spirit, and I'm like... A, B, C, D, like, here are the paintbrushes. This is what we do with them. Here's the color wheel. <laughs> I'm picturing So that. I kind of had a hard time with that. But anyway, I stuck through the class. And that's the only class, art class I've ever had. But I had asked God to just, um, you know, just anoint my hands. And I really liked art. I'm married to an interior designer. So we, we love to decorate. We like color. We like art and all that kind of stuff. And, and after I finished the class, I, I kind of just went off on my own and, kind of tried to experiment, but I did ask the Lord to anoint my hands and, and use them for his purpose. But art was really, really instrumental for me in that it was very much healing because you you get so bombarded with your thoughts and with um, just all of the all of the stuff that goes on around you, the decisions that you have to make, the the new normal that you have to uh, live in, uh, that art just becomes very therapeutic and it did for me so it's quiet it's something that's very subjective it doesn't matter whether somebody likes your art or not it's just you know it's like in the eye of the holder as we know everybody likes something different but for me it was just very very therapeutic to be quiet to put on my praise music to just paint and just see what you know what god uh would do through my hands and uh you know he really blessed that effort and that time just, uh, it was a time of healing as well, just to be quiet before the Lord and to paint. And um, I've been able to, you know, bless others, you know, with my artwork. Um, it's sell most of my artwork. It's just a hobby for me. But it really has been such a great thing for me to have, um, uh, especially having lost so greatly. Oh, yeah. And, and how about you, Jill? How has the art specifically been therapeutic for you? You know, I found I could uh, paint and cry at the same time, so I was multitasking, Robbie. (laughs) 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 So that really worked for me in that respect. I've always been an artist, always been a writer, I guess, of sorts, even though my career was more in banking and mortgage and what have you. But um, one of the chapters in the book is called What's My Pickleball? And uh, actually, it's a, it's a painting I did of uh, my golden doodle Stella, and she's got a pickleball in her mouth. And the thing that happens with with widows, and I'll just speak from that perspective because I can speak from that, is, you know, now you become that third wheel. And, you know, uh, everything changes for you. And um, so after the pandemic, I was trying to plug back into life. And... Um, Oh, I hate I we gotta we gotta go to a break, Jill. Um, okay. We're gonna find out about this pickleball because I don't know about yeah, you, you but I'm very curious about the pickleball. So we're gonna be back 
with more of Kingdom Pursuits. We're going to find out about the pickleball. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build a kingdom and having uh, quite a discussion today on the art of healing with Jill and Vicki, the authors of that book, and Michelle Rolfe, the author of Losing Her, Finding Me. Um, interestingly, both books uh, of, of loss and grief, where God came in and, 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 and brought the light. And the comfort, and and so I, I love hearing this story. So we left our hero, um, Jill. She was telling us about the pickleball. So I hate I had to cut you off in the middle of that, but when we left our hero, she was, her dog was giving us a lesson in pickleball, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so what happened for me, Robbie, is I knew I needed to try to plug back into life. And um, I had once loved to play pickleball, and... And this was, so I kind of went online and tried to find some people that I could relate to that I had played with before. And they told me about this place. So on my way over there, I was like, oh my God, I just need to get, I just need to turn around and go back home. That's, that's where you are. And I'm a very outgoing person. So if I'm having this kind of situation, being a, a widow and somebody that's used to being out amongst people, how in the world is somebody that's a widow that's an introvert? I mean, I can't only imagine how, how broken they are. But anyway, got out there, uh, Started, some really sweet people um, took me under their wing, got me out on the court. I started hitting the ball, and I'll, next thing you know, I'm alive. And I was just enjoying it, and then I was meeting people. And it wasn't um, myself and my husband's head. It was Jill by herself because here's the thing. Ted's in heaven, and he is, oh, my gosh, it's no telling what God has him doing. But I still have a race to run. So anybody that's out there that you are stuck in your grief, Find a passion. I don't it, even if and, and in the beginning, Robbie, you may not have even the strength to try, try to even have passion. But it could be you might have, might have always wanted to dance. Join a dance group. Uh, you know, start painting, writing, go on vacation, something. Do something and, and and encourage yourself to do something and do it by yourself because you're really not by yourself because Jesus is with you every step of the way. And so that's what I would say. And so. That chapter is uh, what's my pickleball, and it's been important to me because it it, it kind of helped um, lead me out of my grief a bit to get me knowing who Jill Zintek is again without my sweet beloved, which I will always love. And, and may I ask you a question? Do I have time to read one of my poems that God took me on during this journey? Well, this segment is only actually about five minutes, and so we well, got to if you could do it very quickly, go ahead. I think I can. Okay. It's called Letting Go. And for a widow uh, or a widower, this could be, I think, could help them. It's called Letting Go. Loved you for so long, hard to let you go. Clothes hang so neatly, dreams I do not know. Kisses on a picture, tears on my cheeks. Months have no meaning, years just repeat. It's time to start packing up the memories of our life. Cherish the gift of love. It's time to say goodnight. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's interesting. You know, I, I still can't. I have all my dad's stuff where he passed away. 
Tammy keeps saying, when are you going to give it to Goodwill? When are you going to throw it away? I can't do it. I, I can't do it. But anyway, so Michelle, we've only got a couple minutes left. What did you want to make sure you got said today about your book that, that you didn't get a chance to say? I would honestly just to say to estranged parents that the holiday is really the worst time to go through this. You see all the happy families and all the celebration, and it you feel even more lonely and more sad and more angry, all those things. So I hope that my book can help people um, get through that time and to just listen to podcasts and everything that can support them through this holiday season because it is rough. And I just hope that you know, the little bit I put out there can help other people that I guess. So, so do you have a podcast? I don't, but I'm, uh, people have asked me to be on their podcast. So I am, um, out there a little bit. I'm trying to get more on, especially during the holiday, just so that we can help uh, people. Well, I happen to be over podcasting of the truth network. So I might call you afterwards and see if you would like to have one. It is not hard. I would love that. Okay. So, Vicki, same question to you. What did you want to get said today that you didn't get a chance to say? Hmm. I would just say, you know, first of all, um, I'm so I'm so grateful to the Lord that He's uh, He's taken my broken heart and healed it. And uh, there is so <clears throat> such a journey for for each one of us uh, to to go on. Um, he heals that broken heart, and uh, He's the only one that can. He, you know, we looked at several grief books uh, before we even wrote our book, and and we just decided that um, that that was the main thing that we wanted to share with people is that. No matter what you're paying, what you're going through, that he's he's the he's the answer, and um, so we're we're just really excited about our book. Uh, we think that it's really going to touch many people's lives. It's been prayed over and endorsed by <clears throat> several wonderful people in uh, in our life, and so we. Uh, yeah. We're just excited about what, what God has. And it makes and, such and he, sense, you know, that beauty is, you know, God's creation and your creativity, right? And that book gives an opportunity for people to take a look at beauty. And that that's, comfort comes in so many different ways through that. So thank you, Jill and Vicki and Michelle. Just wonderful to have you all on today. Again, we are thankful to you for listening to the Truth Network. Hey, you got so much hey, Robbie. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, could we just add? Could we just add that we'd love people to know what our website is? We have a website uh, they can go to. It's theartofourhealing.com to find our book, and um, we would love for people to, you know, to know know that. This is the Truth Network.